of twerking radio twerking hard radio uh we are coming off of a black party weekend which was a big leather gay party here in new york city uh and i was fortunate enough to dj upstairs in a side room we called the love lounge with a good friend and dj friends of mine mark luke 
who is in town and in the studio today. And he's all twerked out. I'm exhausted, aren't you? I am exhausted. I started at 1 a.m. and DJ till 5 a.m. Mark, DJ at the same room after me from 5 a.m. to 9 a.m. after a bartending shift that started at 10 p.m. And how late did you stay on Sunday until? Well, I danced until 4.30 um, to the beats of Danny Tanaglia, who was the closing DJ. 4.30 p.m. on Sunday. 4.30 p.m. on Sunday. And now it is Monday afternoon, and we are both ready to pass out. But before that, before we pass out, um, we're going we're gonna to sort of recap um, the evening's events musically for you. Yeah, starting with that opening song that I played, which was Luca Lozano's uh, Heaven and Hell with that Everybody's Gotta Make a Living sample, which my story is I, I found this tape, which maybe I could find the vinyl of. I bought the vinyl later on. It was called Chocolate Bamboo, and it had this Punani mix of that song. And it's a total like dub dance hall reggae track. Maybe people listening know it. I highly doubt it. I found it on cassette, later got on vinyl, and then famously three years later, Jennifer Lopez sampled that in one of her singles. It's the 20th Century Steel Drum Band is the original artist of that song. And... Um, it's been sampled like a bajillion times. Yeah, but even by uh, Salt and Pepper, they have a song called Heaven and Hell on their album. Um, and yeah, it's amazing. The original track is much more, you know, like steel drum, sort of tropical sounding, and it's really great. And maybe we can close the show with that one. Yeah, for sure. The reason I started that is because that was, I think, the track that I opened my set with at the Black Party at 1 a.m. on Saturday night slash Sunday morning. And, uh, Boris, who started the main floor black party set, allegedly played that song as well, which Mark uh, and our friend Ryan also informed me about. Boris was there hanging out in our room. But I played a pretty tech house set. We're going to play an assortment of stuff uh, tonight. So I'll start with the opening song um, from my set, 5 a.m., Upstairs, Love Lounge, Everyone Naked. Just imagine it. <coughs> yeah. It's a slow start, but just feel it. Sound familiar? Are your bass bins rattling?
later no, I'm just kidding uh, that was dark that's what you open your set with that's what I opened the set with I mean it was 5 a.m. everyone was really feeling their you know substances I suppose and um, I thought it'd be a good opener it's the obviously the theme from Jaws by Maurice Fulton um, which maybe some of you have heard of I think he's English heard he's got a bit of an attitude but um, I'll make that judgment for myself when we meet Working radio is all about not talking shit on air, so uh, this will be archived forever. You told me to bash everyone. <laughs> Just our former guests, including but not limited to DJ Will and perhaps Lena tomorrow. Um, Mark also does a party in Provincetown. He lives in Provincetown year-round. Mark Luke is his full name and DJ name. And uh, he does a great party there called Fag Bash, which uh, I've attended and I DJed at last year. Mark was also a guest at my Good Times party at Eastern Block last Wednesday as kind of a spice for uh, the Black Party, kind of preview for our room, though we certainly didn't go as dark and deep as we could have. But uh, what else have you been up to recently? Uh, well, I just got back from Berlin, uh, what, two and a half weeks ago. I played a few gigs there, um, one of which with the kids from Cheryl in, out in Brooklyn. They do a party at the Bell House in guana i did not tell you that i actually attended my first cheryl party uh last saturday or two, two saturdays ago um and i was apprehensive due to all the fake blood that i see in all their photos i thought it was just going to be you know theater kids running around 21 22 year old boys and girls it was a mixed party and i actually had an amazing time it was the same night as a spank party 
again, Will's party, who was the last guest on the show. So we divide our night into those two parties, which were both in Brooklyn. But Cheryl was amazing. What was the response to the crowds like in Berlin and at the Cheryl parties when you were in Europe? Uh, it was really great. I mean, they had really good um, promotion for all the parties, so they all turned out really well. The only thing was in um, in Berlin, it's kind of hard to get those hard to find those young kids and like drag them out somewhere because they're they're so like set in their ways and they're european and they think they know everything so um but we managed to have a really awesome party at canteen at Berghain, and then the next weekend it, we were in barcelona for uh at raz raz or something before we get to barcelona we're going to ask you to cue up a track that you played uh, in berlin the other week that went over really well right yeah, I think it's um, on already. It's called Bubble Bath by the Swiss. Thank you. 
The Bitter Lover by the Dead Rose Music Company. That came out maybe last month, two months ago. I believe The Magician, uh, who's a new disco DJ, played it on one of his compilations. And then he came to New York and played in Brooklyn. And uh, I was about to go out there. It was sold out. And I was really bummed out about that. Oh. Uh, so we are back with Mark Luke, who packed lots of vinyl records, not just his computer, but he plays records all the time. I shot my financial wad in Berlin um, and bought like a ton of records there, so we can feature some of those today. How much does a record cost you nowadays as a former record buyer who gave up, they were 9.99 when I bought them, then they went up to 10.99, then 
Then they went up to eleven ninety nine. This is in New York. I used to go to Berlin by records also, but it was very exorbitant. I had a day job back then. The average price, I think, in Europe altogether, well, aside from England, is about nine euros a record, between nine and 14 euros a record. So that's, on the high end, that's almost 20 bucks here, so. Where's this money coming from? And do you have another job besides being a DJ living in Provincetown? I've been selling my ass for years and, you know, just saving a little off the top from that. Tell us more about that, Mark. You're a very eligible bachelor. Anybody that comes to my party, Mark's guested at my parties a few times and he's always prominently featured on the flyer and everybody always has an inquiry as to, you know, his dating status, what he's into. She's kind of like the queen bear, but can sometimes be caught with a youngish twink, something like that. Yeah, I'm taking applications for like non-weirdos who are total weirdos. Like, that's what I'm looking for. Where can people send those applications? Um, to either my Xtube uh, account or man my Manhunt account or directly to my email, which you can find on any bathroom wall in New York City. So Mark grew up in Louisiana, correct? I did. What'd you grow up listening to? I grew up listening to soul and, um, you know, like traditional Louisiana Cajun music, uh, mostly. My mom is in a band, and th they play mostly soul stuff. So I grew up with her, like, you know, yeah, she's still in a band still today. She's like 55 or something, and um, yeah, she's done it my entire life. And my grandmother was a musician as well, so that's sort of where it all came from. Did growing up in Louisiana influence the kind of music you play nowadays? Yeah, for sure. And I even make music now. And, I, you know, my goal is to try to figure out how to have uh, dance music have soul and sort of e even this like southern rock, y you know, influence that I that I had when I was a child. So, yeah, it's I mean, it's a large um, task to try to put that all together in one piece of music but um that's sort of where it all comes from for me and so next i'm gonna play you guys a song that i didn't know when i was a kid but listening to it now as an adult really takes me back to y you know that kind of aretha uh stuff that I, you know i was that was drilled into my head from my mom so um this is a song called deep dark secret by dd Dee Dee sharp enjoy <laughs>
uh, Deep Dark Secret by Dee Dee Sharp. So hot. And totally reminds me of the way my mom sings still to this day. So that's for you, Mom. Is your mom black? Do, do I look like my mom's black? Um, this is radio, so I actually can't see what you look like. No, my mom's this Italian woman. But thank you for that <laughs> racist on-air comment. <laughs> you can delete it later. <laughs> Um, I love Didi Sharp. We just did like a Motown thing at Eastern Block with Nita. It was kind of like an unexpected, what would Nita play not out at a club usually? And we did a Britpop thing, but everybody goes crazy for a Motown night. I uh, used to go garage sale shopping on Long Island, where I'm from, uh, and very different cultural experience than Louisiana. But I picked up this record... Yeah, I used to listen to 101.1, which was like the oldies station. And it was just an oldies compilation. I forgot, maybe I'd known the song beforehand from hearing it on the radio. But I'm going to play this track by the Dovells. You know the song, You Can't Sit Down? It has like a really like Philly, soul stomper feel to it. It's amazing. It's really short also, and I had it on vinyl for years. I would just dance around my room. I played it out sometimes also, but these oldies songs, it's hard to even take a bathroom break or go get a drink when you're playing them because it's one minute, 30 seconds. But anyway, this is my oldies contribution to the radio show. Hey, pretty baby. Don't you hear the drummer thumping? You gotta shake it like a crazy. Cause the band is saying something. Everybody is a jumping. You gotta slap So that was, what was that? You Can't Sit Down by the Devels. That's hot. Um, next, I want to, in sort of keeping with a really like soulful vibe, um, 
I want to play this track that a friend of mine who's a record dealer out in Western Massachusetts named Studebaker Hawk, um, he turned me on to this track, which I played at Möbel Ulfa in Berlin when I played with uh, Justin Carter of Mr. Saturday Night. And he freaked out over this and ordered it from his iPhone immediately. So um, check it. <laughs>
Brooklyn Dreams with Streetman.
we are back. That was New Edition, A Little Bit of Love, the instrumental 12-inch version, probably, which is a secret gem of mine. I actually don't play that one out very often, but I love that track, that bass line, that beat. And I went to go look at sampling it for one of my own tracks I was working on, and it turns out Eminem sampled it, which made me feel, oh, this track's not that cool, but it is. Whoever produced that track for Eminem was cool and had good taste in music. Anyway, we're back. Mark and I, we are still sleeping from our long black party weekend. I actually didn't get to walk around the party that much. I got there at one, went straight into the room with a big 15-inch monitor that Mark had asked me to bring that he just brought back to my house. And um, I was on until five. I did a quick walk around. I caught the beginning of Danny Teniglia's set, and then I went back and just hung out until I left at eight in the morning. So uh, anybody who's listening to the show to get gory details of everything that went on. I'm sorry, I don't have any. Well, I was there till the bitter end. Well, almost the bitter end. And we, um, I ended up with, <laughs> I ended up with Thin Mint, Girl Scout cookies, and Pringles on the dance floor, and people were going ape shit for it. Can I say shit on the radio? Shit. This is internet radio, and those Pringles were mine because I didn't bring <laughs> dinner. They were next to the DJ booth, and before I went across the street to a deli uh, near my friend Jose's house, and I was like, oh, I'm just going to get potato chips. It's going to be so good at 5 in the morning, and I quickly forgot about them. They were good, except it was 5 in the afternoon the next day, and everyone on the dance floor had one in their hands. It was really funny. Are there any other details you want to share before you play us another one of your legendary Black Party tracks? Hopefully, it's going to be that Todd Terje one that we got to listen to the night before at the Black Party Expo as well. Do you really want me to like blow that right now? I could. Uh, but first, I want to say happy birthday to my nephews, Avery and Aiden. Um, they turned three years old today, and I'm going to see them next weekend for their party. So the next one's for you, kids. I didn't know we were doing on-air shout-outs, especially since I don't know when I'm going to post this. But shout-outs to all my peeps that came to the Black Party and hung out. This is what you've all been waiting for. Well, maybe not you, but Sparber <laughs> <far> is like. <laughs> Mark played this song when we drove through Times Square on Friday night after really blowing it up for a week, telling me how I was going to gag off of all these new records he bought and Todd Terje. Yeah, it was a moment. We left the Hooker Awards uh, at 1 a.m. at Roseland and took the top off of his Wrangler, the soft shell top, and just drove right through Times Square as it started to drizzle listening to this song on blast. It was it was like one of those New York magic moments. And speaking of New York, I mean the sample, which is not really a sample, but to me this sounds exactly like the beginning of Heart of Glass. Not so much yet, but you'll see in about 64 bars. So this song is not available yet. It comes out on April 2nd, I believe, on Running Back. And it's a Todd Terje track called Ragish. Enjoy. How did you get it? Well, I heard it on the Panorama Bar dance floor, like, a few times. Here goes the um, Heart of Glass moment. And um, I just asked around while I was in Berlin. I begged and begged and begged every DJ that had it to give it to me. And finally, one of them released it. I hope you like it as much as I do.
bugging out right now. I'm talking over it so you don't bootleg it. Give it to my pussy. Raggish. We love Tatarje. When Mark played me that track, I thought of this um, other song I had I thought was Tatarje. It's actually a Ben Liebrand edit. Do you know who that is? He did this remix of a song that's actually not deep and not unknown. It's actually probably top 10. Uh, but I do feel like when we play music for each other, you know, and a lot of the DJs I know, it, it becomes a bit highbrow and it's almost like if you did play something, that was Lady Gaga or Nicki Minaj. It would be like, what? You threw that in? Of course, that's fun to throw in the middle of the black party. But, um, you know, I remember when you DJed uh, my party and you played Catch Me, I'm Falling, that Pretty Poison song, which isn't, maybe it was top 40. It wasn't top 10. But still, something like that. This 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 goes along with that, but it has a similar breakdown to that Todd Terry song, which we both just came in our pants over because it's really good. So um, this is this is my response. Actually, I came in his pants and he came in mine. Yo, what's going on, y'all? I'm sick and tired of five Remember this one? on the block, you know what I'm saying? Yo, Buzz still, it. they came around looking for you the other day. Word, word, bust it. Informer, you know, say that I'm a I'll keep on bum them. Take the man that say, say that I'm a snowman, stab somewhere down the lane. I'll keep on bum them. Informer, you know, say that I'm a snowman, I'll keep on bum them. Take the man that say, say that I'm a snowman, stab somewhere down the lane. I'll keep boom boom down Please I'm gonna come in at the blow down my door When he come for a chew through my window So they put me in the back of the car at the station From that point I'ma reach my destination Where the destination is in at the east detention Where the blue down my pants look up my bottom So in farmer, you know say that I'm a snowman I go blame I'll keep boom boom down Take the man that say say that I'm a snowman Stop somewhere down the lane I'll keep boom boom down In farmer, you know say that I'm a snowman I go blame I'm 
for me, you better listen for me now. Listen for me, you better listen for me now. Bring me the rumble on the microphone and rock on steady. Yes, it's gonna mess down me, yeah, the art to go down. But I'm not in the art to dance, I miss where you come from. People them say you come from Jamaica. But me born and raised in Etiquette, don't know what you're helping now. People are people, man, it's all I'm on the way. And my shoes and them tear up and I'm it, oh, just a show. With me, a born and other one, you're on so, so informer. You never know, say that I'm a snowman, you're the boom shaka Tell me now go lay you down flat in a one piano bone box You say that I'm a snowman, you're the region at the top So in farmer, you know, say that I'm a snowman, you're the glam I like you boom boom damn Take the man that say that I'm a snowman, stop stumbling down the lane I like you boom boom damn In farmer, you know, say that I'm a snowman, you're the glam I like you boom boom damn Take the man that say that I'm a snowman, stop stumbling down the lane I like you boom boom damn Why would Why would in why in why in farmer 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 in Okay. 
That was enough snow for me. 12 inches of snow. 12 feet. Do you think it's because he has a really big cock? I don't know, but he was born and raised in Connecticut, and his toes used to show. I used to know all the words to that song. They would play it on MTV. They'd play the video with the lyrics running across the bottom. <laughs> but it was so fast that you would have to literally, like, you know, watch it in slow motion so you can pick up all the words. I remember that. That was that. That must. That maybe that was top ten in 1992. I'm guessing. Mark just informed me that. He just informed me, no pun intended, that he had that full album and that he knew all the words to the entire album. Uh, I did not own that, but I do own the 12-inch. And actually, on that Snow Informer 12-inch, there's a dub dance hall version that completely remakes it, not like that Ben Liebren track. And uh, it's also pretty major. I used to play that out a lot when I used to play records out a lot. So I'm going to start this next track while we continue to talk because it's got an extra long intro. Um, I'm not going to tell you who this artist is because um, it kind of freaked me out when I realized who it is. She shouts herself out. Now you know it's a her. She shouts herself out by the end of the track, so you'll um, you'll be clued in. But it's like nine minutes long, so we should continue to talk. Joshi, come back. I love this artist, even if she's not out of the closet, so to speak. Okay, so just give it away. No, we can let them guess. There's many female hip-hop artists that are still in the closet, right? Like Sierra. Just kidding. Not talking shit on my radio show. What? Wait, black women who are not out? Female hip-hop artists that are secret lesbians. Uh, like Oprah? But she's not a hip-hop artist. She's just gay. She's not gay at all. On her and Gail, like, you know, they've got two scissors. They must be her and Gail. I, I've never met her. I have no idea. Um, well, anyway, this lady. Obviously, we know it's a, it's a female black hip-hop artist um, based on the conversation. But um, she's made quite a name for herself. Um, back in this day, when this track came out, she was wearing really funny headpieces. <laughs> so now we're really trying to give it to you guys. Spoon feeding. We used to call those Jiffy Pop hats because they look like a big Jiffy Pop thing on your stovetop. And there is this woman still in the East Village who wears like bright orange cross colors with these like, you know, crazy headpieces. And my old roommate used to be like, U-N-I-T-Y, every time we would see her. And I would just like kiss my pants. Still around. She used to go to Old Devil Moon all every Sunday when we were there, which is now closed. Okay, so now you guys know who this is. How do I love thee? Enjoy it.
That was Latifah, if you didn't guess it from all our giveaways. Bring it back to the Black Party wrap-up that we're doing still. Dennis Nagler remix of Grace Jones. Feel up. You know this one? Oh, this one Gant Johnson gave to me. It was very New York.
that was Rough News by Graham or Grame. I don't know. You know what I really am inspired to play right now? Just because. What, stop gra- trying to grab the microphone from me. <laughs> Call me in, do this radio show, and I'm going to take over, bitch. Um, so, the, so like two weeks ago, I was really exhausted, and I was trying to watch Saturday Night Live, but it was horrific. It was really, really an awful episode. And I was really, really tired, but I had the TV sort of on in the background. And then then there was this performance. The performer came on. It was this chick called Jessie J, right? And Have you heard of her? Yes. Yeah. And she's doing this song called um, Mama Knows Best, I believe. And I-, I thought I was dreaming, though, because I sort of semi-opened my eyes, and she was looking really hot and sounding really, really amazing. And um, I literally had to clean out my eyes and, like, rewind the TiVo and play it again. And I I was just blown away by this incredible performance of that track. Did you see it? I didn't see it. I usually fast-forward the musical acts on Saturday Night Live. I caught part of the Strokes recently, but then I just listened to that new Strokes album. Horrendous. So, uh, no, no, I didn't see it. But, you know, when I was in London, I saw she's being pumped really hard as far as advertising campaigns go. She's pretty and she has a nice font, nice graphic design. But as far as her songs go, I have no idea what she sounds like, no matter how many times Giant Step sends me the promo. Well, they've they've taken this woman with a really beautiful voice um, who's, I, I suppose, eager to be famous. And they do what they do with all the other little pop twits out there and they just strip her voice down and turn it into some like you know summer track that they're trying to like sell to all the children well but she's actually a brilliant vocalist so this particular song um that we're going to play for you right now is um is her raw once again jesse (laughs) j doing burlesque choreography on the couch. Yeah. 
That was an interesting turn of events on the radio show. We actually watched that um, YouTube video, which was Jesse J live on Saturday Night Live. Yeah, and um, uh, unfortunately, her album is just not all that, and the the music is like trying to be all this, you know, mass-produced sort of Gaga style thing. Um, but really, she uh, apparently she has this incredible voice, and I wish they would feature that a little more. The voice was incredible. The performance and makeup and costume were a bit strange, but uh, no, it was entertaining. Now, <laughs> it's a matter of taste, mister. I mean, I'm actually wearing what she was wearing underneath these clothes right now, do you want to see? Girl, you're still your outfit from the black party. I'm sure you haven't been home since Friday night and it's uh, Monday afternoon. That jockstrap is rank at this point. Yeah, somebody would pay a lot of money for that. Um, we're going to get back on track. Uh, I was going to ask you, you know, you've asked me for music before, and we have traded music, as I have with a lot of other DJs, but you can be a little more secretive about your tracks, right? And giving out song titles and information or sharing things. I, what's your take on doing that? I, I really, really like to share. I just, um, it's difficult because I, I, digital music is like this, this new thing ish thing right and you can just i can just give it to you and you can give it to 100 people and they can give it to 100 people and you know i i wouldn't want anyone doing if i was making my living as solely as a performer or an artist i you know i wouldn't want people to just make copies of it and and pass them out on the street basically i was talking more about letting someone know what the name of a track was and the artist so they could go play it as part of their set, not necessarily getting it for free or paying for it, as opposed to, well, this is a song that was sort of like a secret gem that I play, and no matter how many times you came to my party and heard it, you wouldn't really know what it was unless you used Shazam or somehow uncovered what it was. Yeah, I don't mind doing that at all. I mean, is there a song in particular that you want? This next track I'm going to play, I was mesmerized by, and I asked you about it, and you told me you were very forthcoming with the information and sharing it with me, but you said, let's keep this one a secret. And so I, have, I haven't ever posted it on my blog, twerking.com, uh, or, or anything like that. And, and you know, I understand why people want to keep songs secret or keep it as, you know, the high point of their set. But also in this day and age, there's no reason to keep a song from 1983 that only comes up on eBay or Discogs for sale maybe once a year, a secret from the listening public, in my opinion. Yeah, you're right. And th I mean, there's a kajillion songs out there. So it's like, you know, go dig in a box and pick one. And that's the next new hot thing. Right. Um, but what is this? I'm really curious. Let's have it. Oh, this is my jam. I'm in Egypt. I'm in Morocco. I'm in wearing my dog strap from Friday night and Saturday night at the black party still. And it smells uh, musty.
So that was Fire in My Heart by Escape from New York. 1983, Rollerball Records. How did you ever discover that track? 
the weirdest thing like hey. the, okay so this guy brian in new orleans he's he's sort of um i hope he doesn't listen to the show because i'm just gonna totally rag on him even though i know you don't want me to um but he's this guy that i knew when i was back in new orleans and he's kind of like on the cheesy gay end like you know owns a salon in new orleans and very like you know print and cropped and all that stuff and that's not really for whatever reason the kind of people that i usually hang out with but he like kept sending me all this stuff about a new blog that he was working on blog this blog that blog this blog that and so i you know i humored myself and i like opened it up one day and the first thing on the page was a video of this track fire in my heart and um and I became immediately obsessed with it, and I started trying to download it and find it. I found it on a CD called um, Originals Volume Two. I'll have to get back to you on the the who put that, who compiled it, but um, I think that's the only place it exists in digital format. And then the record, obviously, for two hundred fifty dollars on Discogs, is always available. Yeah, no, a good copy goes up for like two or hundred or two hundred fifty. They get snapped up quickly, also, but. It's on my watch list. So uh, we are nearing the end of our show, and uh, I don't know what we're going to wrap up with. I, it could be one of your early morning black party songs. I, ju I mean, I only have two more that I want to play, um, and they're both slow. Uh, is there anything else you want to get? Yeah, I wanted to play one more track. Uh, maybe I'll play it before your track then, because I wanted to play this track that I was playing sort of halfway through my set before somebody kicked the plug out love when somebody does that i mean it was a dark room upstairs in the dressing room area of roseland but um the track's also <laughs> like a 10 minute song so uh we don't have to play the whole thing this is off a 12 inch under the artist name oni ayun it's actually the the brother from the knife uh you know that swedish duo that put out a number of 12 inches and three albums before the sister Karen went on to do her own thing. I believe with the brother who helps her do a lot of the electronic production. I don't know. They are my favorite performers of the moment. They have been for the past five or six years. I caught both The Knife and Fever Ray live. And this song I played halfway through my set, as I said before, and uh, it is pretty sick.
that is it for uh, this episode of Twerking Radio. I'd like to thank my guest, Mark Luke. Thank you. My co-DJ for the week. He's back to Provincetown on uh, Wednesday or so. And then he's going to be there all summer for this Fag Bash party. Wednesday nights, Fag Bash. And Saturday nights, I think the party will be called This House. Any other special events coming up, springtime or summer, that we should look forward to? Um, not that I can think of. I'm going to Louisiana. I'm going to go do Honey Sound Systems before the summer starts. Um, in San Francisco, yeah. I, you can stay posted by checking out my website, thecraveclub.com. I did not know Mark has his own radio show called The Crave Club until he walked through the door, despite having seen him four nights this week. Uh, he just told me about it, so I'm going to actually go check that out and listen to his um, radio mixes where he plays. An assortment of the music you just heard. He, it's on iTunes also, just like this. Subscribe. The Crave Club or Twerking Radio or Sparber. As promised, the last song uh, will be what the first song we played sampled. Here we go. Children growing, women producing, men go working, some do stealing. Everyone's got to make a living.
It's not what it's worth 